body. Spirit is nothing more than a person without a body. So they have to have a body to inhabit. You know, and they come from somewhere that you can't see. The spirit world is real, more real than people can imagine. They have to have a flesh to fulfill their perverted, wicked, nefarious perversities of life. Everybody's looking for their spiritual guide. Everybody's trying to connect with the spiritual realm. While at the same time, the church simply says miracles don't exist. Angels don't exist. Demons don't exist. My friends, something is wrong. The number one demon that needs to be cast out of the church is the demon of religion. You're sleeping with somebody outside of marriage. You're lusting. You're watching porn. You're beating your wife when nobody's looking. You come to church looking all great and stuff, walking around. But you were just out there yelling at your wife, calling her a B-word and all that stuff. And some of you, no offense, but you're in here now. And you ain't manifested yet because you refuse to repent and lose your dignity. He's raising up ministries that's going to kick the door in and tell the devil, let my people go. You see, redemption and salvation is for the lost. Deliverance is to set the captives free. Deliverance is for the people of God. Deliverance is for the church. I thought I was clairvoyant. I did tarot cards. I'm talking the New Age thing. I had psychic friends. I thought it was psychic. I'm here to call this culture to Jesus Christ and cast out demons. Because these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They shall cast out devils. Yo, what's going on, y'all? That's right, that's right, man. The only live Wednesday night show rocking you out right now, man. I hope you're ready for a hot live Wednesday night show here 
on UMO 21.8 Amplitude with your one and only host of the show. And who's that host? None other than DJ Boy Blue. Hey. Yeah. And who hey. are we? We're the boys. Yeah. Boys. And who are we? Yeah. We're the boys. With your one and only DJ Throwing you a hard one, get back up, get in the ring, come on, we ain't done yet, I didn't hear no bell, I didn't hear no bell, that's what we do. Right. Now the best part. Here comes. Crank it. What is it? Ah, that was okay. <laughs> what is it? I am the tiger. 80s rocked with music. Oh, I tell you that. Man, man. All right. That 80s, 80s tunes rock with music, okay? Oh, dude. Definitely. There's just nothing better than some 80s or 90s. 90s was awesome, too. Oh. Anyway, man, thank you for tuning in to the live house party hosted by the 5OST boys. Your boy Blue here and DJ No Flow. Rocking you out. If you're listening to us on a Friday night or a Monday night uh, or day or wherever, maybe where you're at, thank you for tuning in. You're about to have two hours of just great radio. And I tell you what, hey, if you want to give us a call, all right, give us a call at 833-586-6218. And you could also go ahead and uh, tune in to uh, umolv.com and listen to us there. Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to hear your opinions. We may not even agree with your opinions, but we want to hear them. Yeah, so, give us a call. Let's talk about some stuff. we got a baseline coming up. We also have the, the one and only, drum roll please, MC Boulevard. He will be live with us today. Oh, that was a terrible drum roll. I, I know. I don't have it on my. I don't have a board. You yet, don't man. have a. You don't have a drum roll on your board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? Uh, you've got the gong on your board, don't you? You uh, got yeah, that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait. 
No, there you go. Well, that yeah, that's that's. But that that one there is not appropriate for a drum roll. Okay, when you're trying to introduce somebody. I know. Okay? I'm gonna have to work on getting a drum roll on the board. You know, that's one thing I haven't gotten, and I you know, knock knock on my head for not doing it. I mean, I should have already had that on the board already. Anyhow, um, yeah, we got a baseline coming up. NC Boulevard coming up a little later. Um, I do want to say this real quickly and get this out of the way because once we get going on the show, I don't want to you know. Or, no, I don't want to not talk about it, but um, yesterday, which was Tuesday, um, we had a loss in the family. Um, me and my wife lost or put to sleep our uh, our pit bull, Precious. Okay, tough thing. Um, it's going to be a sore for a while. We're going to have to work through it. Um, but she was uh, she was not well, um, and it didn't happen. It happened quickly. It didn't happen over a long period of time. Um, she uh, had some fluid on her lung, and she, from what you understand, had a stroke. And we weren't aware of that. Um, we were thinking that maybe it's her uh, dementia. Maybe, no, talk up to dementia. Um, but uh, took him to the, doc, to the vet, and they did tests on her. And, uh, yeah, that's what, it, that's what it ended up coming up to be. So yesterday she was here, uh, but she wasn't well. So I rushed her to the vet and uh, got her in there. Much love to Northeast Animal Hospital. Thank you so much for all your love and support because you've taken care, you took care of her for all 14 years of her life. So love to you guys, Caesar, Shannon, and the, and the crew. Thank you so much for for allowing you know what happened happen. You're compassionate. So much love to you from both me and my wife. Um, but we got her in there, got her on oxygen, you know, got her treated, x-rays the whole nine yards real quickly. They were very prompt about it. Uh, and um, I left for a couple hours thinking maybe, you know, she'll improve over that time. So my wife that, uh, you know, she looked stable. She wasn't, in, she wasn't hurting uh, when I seen her. I left two hours, came back with my wife, and she was just not well. Um, it didn't improve. She was actually looking worse. So we had to make a tough decision, and we did make that tough decision. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you've never dealt with that kind of pain, it sucks. It does. It is the most horrible experience anyone should ever go through. And that means if you're an animal lover, if you truly love animals or they're a part of your family, um, this is a difficult time, a difficult decision, and definitely one that will stick with us for a remainder of our life on Earth. So take care of your animals. Treat them right. Treat them like family. Bring them in when it's cold. Don't chain them up in the, out in the yard like, you know, like a, a piece of meat. Bring them in. Comfort them, love them, feed them. Animals are only going to respond to you the way you raise them. Not because they're rabid, because of the way you raise them. So if you raise them with love, they're going to be lovable. Our pit bull was a lover. She was a protector, but she was a lover. And anyone around her would know that and be able to testify to that. So my what, what infuriates me is people's lack of compassion. Okay, and it's not just because I've lost mine. It's because I've seen this over and over again. And my wife, Lucille, she does the same thing. She talks about it on her podcast all the time about how 
people just don't have any heart with it. So please, for the love of anything holy in your life, if you have animals, take care of them, treat them like family, love them, and just spoil them rotten because all they do is love on you back. So that's my word for that. I want to get that out of the way. I, I, I agree with you too there, and I think something that you said because we were talking about it before the show began there that uh, that was that uh, really just kind of resonated with me a little bit there was you talked about how sometimes people like uh, uh, people would say oh you know just uh, just move on you know go on something yes. happens you you you're you know you're your dog your your uh, family they, your, they think that you can just put it to the side uh-huh. and move forward but the problem is is that people who do that never actually deal with it okay problems ain't meant to be pushed to the side they're meant to deal with and go through them so that when you so you don't have to worry about that impact later or they refuse to deal with it you know or if you deal with it right. you have yeah. the hanging lines we have clear consciences okay we deal with clear consciences in this household okay yeah. regardless okay so yeah. for me i sleep at night and I sleep well at night, except when I'm tired and, you know, cranky and all that other stuff. But I have nothing in my life that I'm holding on to that gives me sleepless nights, and neither does my wife. Now, last night was hard. Obviously, the first night without our pit bull, our baby, our precious. Okay? But for anyone to, to assume or to suggest that we can just, okay, move to the side and move forward... You're completely out of your mind. Completely out of your mind. And I really feel sorry for you. Because if you're telling if you're telling me that or telling my wife that, then you I, I can't I myself cannot excuse that type of ignorance. Okay? I can't. So what my point is to you, before we I I, I can rant about this all night and I don't want the show to be about this. Just love your animals, take care of your animals. Treat them like family, spoil them rotten, so that when you when they do end up going to be with the Lord, you have no regrets. And yes, animals do go to be with the Lord. Yes, Listen, all animals Jesus, go to heaven. Jesus is not coming back on a Corvette in a Corvette. He's coming back on a white horse. That's right. Okay. He's also called the Lamb of God, the Lion of uh, the Lion of God, Lion of, okay. the tribe of Judah. Lion of the tribe of the Judah. There, and so animals. Uh, are, are mentioned throughout scripture there and they are more than symbolic there are animals that are in heaven and and so and just just really quickly want to touch on what what i shared with you there okay before before the i had uh before uh we had a dog come into our house there it was i i, I was one of those people where if you had a pet great if you didn't have a pet great you know but what happened was when this pet came and uh and and came to live with us then we at what when that happened yeah when that happened there it uh, it i tell you what it was just that the pet grew on my heart and and all of a sudden i just it, it got very close to me and so i remembered just thinking to myself, you know, as I was one day playing around with the pet there, just having fun, actually thought that she smiled at me. And if you had told me that five years ago that uh, that the that the uh, pet had smiled at me there, I would have thought you were insane. <laughs> I would have thought like you had uh, three heads, you know, looked at you like, what's wrong with you? 
How can I tell? How can you tell if a pet is smiling at you? Well, very simple. There, what happened was, in that five-year time period there, that I had an emotional attachment with my with that pet there, with my pet, and when we lost our our pet, uh, I felt it. I was emotionally uh, drained, and for days on after the after the pet had passed there, I kept thinking I was hearing my pet in the morning because she used to always shake her dog tags in the morning and get up shake it around and everything and i would hear that i would hear the tinkle of the dog tags there and a couple of days after that i i had uh, i thought i was i thought i was hearing that the when she when we were coming back from the vet after we had to put her down mm-hmm. what that i knew immediately what how my mother was going to react she would come to the door my mom was call, opening the door and every every time that my that my mother would come home, she would be pining at the door there. She'd be scratching at the door to you know open it up and jump all over her. And this time she wasn't going to be there. Yeah. And then at that moment there, when she opened the door, there was a fire truck that came by. Mm-hmm. And the my uh, uh, my my pet, my dog, used to always howl at the fire truck as it <laughs> came by. So it was like two things hit at once, you know, all of a sudden, she, uh, my mother realized that she was not going to be there uh, to, uh, to uh, you know, jump on her when the door was open there. And then the fire truck came by there and immediately it was like, oh man, two things hit at once. So that was just really, really emotional. But so, you know, so, so yes, you're right. Treat, treat your animals with respect. Love your animals there. Treat them like they are actual human beings. Absolutely. And and it, it just and, be and kind just, to them. Just be good, kind to the animals. The animals will love you unconditionally. I've never known a love like that. And that's a pure love. So, you know, they are what you raise them to be. You're you're their, for lack of a better term, God. So, Absolutely. be right to them. I also want to put this out here right now. Um, if you're having trouble with our broadcast, if it's not exactly going correctly, on the website, umolv.com, there are three or four different ways to tune into the station. So the main link is on top, and you have three other different platforms we're on. Try them out. I'm, I don't know, uh, you know, we may be having technical difficulties on certain platforms. I don't know, but um, from my end, from what I'm looking at, we're we're a okay. And speaking of being a okay here, hey, who we got coming? Who we got listening in here? Uh, we got we got wonderful Canada, Toronto, Canada pumping in. We got Germany, we got England, and we got the USA, Nevada. Awesome, and you know what? We're gonna do our regular shout-outs there to those those faithful listeners. First of all, I'm actually gonna surprise you here. I'm going to start off with Miss Melanie. Miss Melanie, you out there listening? Miss Melanie. Much love to you. Thank you. You're out there. Absolutely. If you're out there listening, we love you. Hey, I also want to give a shout out to Henry, Henry, Lillian, Jojo, Elijah, and all the family there. We love you. And also to everybody else there that is listening in Las Vegas there. We love you. Thanks for tuning in. Please give us a call. We're going to have Boulevard later on. We have an open phone line, so you can call and talk to Boulevard, too, as well. Give us a call, 833-586-6218. Okay, and know one thing about this Wednesday, okay? Wednesday is Passover. We're in Passover right now. All day today has been Passover. Okay, what's this Friday? 
Good Friday. Good Friday. So, if you're listening to us on Friday, broadcasting, happy Good Friday. Happy Good Friday. Hey, I'll tell you what. You know what? And guess what happens on Sunday? Sunday is Easter. Uh, wrong. Uh, uh, do the do the womp womp womp. Why? Sunday is Easter. Sunday is not Easter. Sunday is the resurrection. Oh, it's just... Okay, I was <laughs> unbelievable. Wait, I can't believe that you for. I, I did forget. Oh, it's the same thing. I I understand. Okay, but <laughs> let me just say, as, I'm not womp womping that one. Yeah. Okay. Let me just say this much. All right. That you know what? Hey, listen. If you celebrate Easter there with a with a bunny, that's fine. That's great. But just keep in mind. Keep in mind that Jesus Christ it's a resurrection. is the resurrection. And also understand and, that once we get to Sunday, our next show, we're going into Pentecost season. 50 weeks until Pentecost. Pentecost season. Pentecost, because he paid it at all, at all costs. Just remember, That's right. we're going to have a special granddaddy of them all show on Pentecost Sunday. Live show on that Sunday. It's gonna be rocking. Oh, we got it's some good stuff. It's gonna be rocking and rolling, man. Okay, that, just our only live Sunday show that we do a year. You got to get ready for it. But you know one thing we forgot to do? What are we gonna do? We didn't actually forget to do it, but we're gonna do it right now. What we do we do? Every show. Why do we proclaim? Because when you proclaim something, you set the rules. That's right. That means that you dictate what happens. You set the rules there, and you let everybody know. What the groundwork is going to be. That's right. Okay, proceeding forward here. So, no matter what's going on in your life, and no matter where you're going, where you're at right now, at this moment, we need to declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Absolutely. And we need to speak that over our situations, over our minds, over our lives, and over everything that goes on. And, and listen, let me tell you something else, too. Very simple here. I want to encourage people for just a minute that if you're praying for some things, if you're praying for things in your life, okay, to, uh, things to manifest in your life, don't give up on praying those things. Continue to take God's word, find God's word that talks about your situation. Is your situation about finances? Is your situation about healing? Is your situation about somebody, one of your family members getting saved? Maybe there is a, uh, maybe there, it's a situation of where you are, uh, you may be facing certain things that, that uh, could really harm you in your life. What you need to do is find the Word of God that specifically talks about your issue there and apply it day in and day out every day and speak the Word. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm going to tell you something. A year ago, I made a decision on doing something. Now, and I said, Lord, and God gave me scriptures to pray to see this thing that I was praying for to come to pass. And I would get up and I would proclaim these scriptures every day, every single day. I would say, and it was Isaiah 54, 17. Isaiah 54, 17 says this, that every tongue that rises up in, in judgment against you, you will condemn. Okay, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And that is the right as you, that you have as a son and daughter of God. And I would speak that every day over the situation. And I would continue to keep praying over it, praying over it, praying over it, praying over it. And a year later, last week, last Wednesday, the situation took a turn. I got a call and 
I got the news that I had been praying for for over a year. Nice. nice. A year. A major, 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 major thing in my life that I had to that I had to pray over. And God brought it to pass. So why why do I say that? I say it because you've got to go ahead. You got to get hammering the situation that you're praying for with the word of God. Find the word that discusses your situation and declare it over yourself over and over and over again. Over repeatedly over again until you see that thing manifest in your life. You believe it for healing? Continue to speak it. Continue to proclaim it. Declare it. Decree it. Act as if you are already the healed person. Act as if you are already the person who's going to be successful in everything that you do for Jesus. Act as that person and eventually you will become that person. So declare it, live it, decree it, say it, speak it, and do it. Yes! 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 Oh, I haven't heard that for a while. He's been he's been stuck in he's been stuck in that little machine thing for a while there, okay? But yeah, so let's proclaim it. Let's decree it right now that Jesus, are we ready? Here goes. Okay. Jesus is Lord over your situations. Acknowledge the Lord Jesus Christ over your life right now and set the set the barriers, set the groundwork and the rules and watch what God does on your behalf for you. Absolutely. Amen. Absolutely, man. So, so I tell you, groundwork is set. We are we are definitely uh definitely in Passover, definitely Jesus is Lord. No question about any of that. Yeah, questions about that? Give us a call eight three three five eight six six two one eight. Give us a call and let's have a, let's have a conversation. Why you think Jesus isn't Lord? I would love to love to hear your reasoning behind Jesus is not Lord. I would love to hear it too. We're open to any opinion. Uh, if that... you want to give us a call, let's do it again. Eight three three five eight six six two one eight. So Passover I... and the baseline word. What is the baseline today? No ba- baseline today is Lamb of God. Lamb of God. Oh my goodness, Lamb of God. We're talking about animals here. Is Lamb of God? Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. Okay. So, so. <laughs> you, could, you couldn't have made that happen. <laughs> you can't do that twice. The lightning struck lightning <laughs> in a bottle. There, I tell you. Okay. Okay. All right. So. You go ahead. <laughs> okay. okay. Lamb of God. Passover today. All right, and those Friday, Good Friday, and then we're not going to be on again until next Wednesday. So, happy Easter to all those in advance. Or happy Resurrection Day for all those in advance. Okay, so, John 129, out of the Amplified. Uh, did you have to amplify that? <laughs> did you have to amplify that it was out of the Amplified? <laughs> really? I'm not dusting off the old dusty KJV right now, am I? Uh, just just go. Go. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> okay. So, John 129 says this. The next day, he saw Jesus coming to him and said, Look, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. The Lamb of God who takes away, away the sin, sin of, of the, the world. world. You can get more simplistic than that. So, this Lamb right here. John the Baptist recognized that Jesus Christ was the lamb in flesh. Absolutely. As a man who came 
to take away the sin of the world. My goodness. I mean, that's pretty prolific. Now, does that mean only certain sins? That means everything. Some sins? East to the west, north to the south. Uh, big sins, small, middle. It doesn't matter, all sins. Sin in, in, in its incarnation. Sin, sin is sin. Yep, sin so, is sin, regardless. So, so whether you're Adolf Hitler, or whether you are, or whether you are a newborn babe, does it? You gotta be kidding me. That means all sin, right? You gotta be kidding me. You gotta be kidding me. Why did I brought up Adolf Hitler? No. There's people <laughs> out here who don't believe that see, Jesus took away all the sins. I'm doing this for them. You gotta be kidding me. So, so you think? Do you think we're kidding you? You think that that Jesus is not the savior? I, I tell you, listen. I tell you what. Okay. What, what does he cost you? What does he cost you? What does the co okay. What does Jesus Christ cost you? Cost me. Uh, I have to die to myself. Did you have to, have to pull any money out of your bank account or wallet? No. Did you get to give him any possessions? No. Did you have to slap any of your relatives? No, but you know there has been times where I've wanted to do that. Okay. If it, uh, have you had <laughs> to quit a job? No. I'm running out of ideas here. Basically, uh, bottom line is is that is that you don't when you come to Jesus because He is the Savior, because He is the Lord, because He is the Lamb of God. Oh, when you come to Him. When you come to him, you don't have to go ahead and give up anything to come to him. Now, let me clarify this. When he comes inside of your heart and starts to change you, then you're going to want to give up those things that don't please him. That's right. He, that means you have to give up all those things that actually hurt you, like alcohol and smoking and drugs and promiscuous infidelities and all those things that just hurt you and take away your soul love. You gotta get rid of all those things. Oh God, that's a terrible taste in the mouth. Oh, I can't do that. I love to do those things, right? I tell you, and you gotta go ahead. You gotta trade your. You gotta trade your sin for His righteousness. You gotta trade your hurts for His healing. You gotta trade your pain for His for His joy. You gotta trade your scars for for Him to make you whole. That's what you gotta give up. Tell me, oh. you got a reason to hang on to all that stuff? Oh, man, but I, I like to have a drink from time to time. I like to have a little smoke from time to time. It calms my nerves. It makes me feel good. I like watching a little bit of adult entertainment from time to time. It gets my interest up. Look here, man. You may enjoy wallowing in sin, but once you get a hold of Jesus and you get a taste of him, you're going to want to give up all that junk. You mean I got to give Throw that all the way. You mean I have to give a smoking on that bud? Yeah. Oh, man. You're going to have to go to hell to get a light. But, oh, man, but that, that makes me feel good. That takes away of all my anxiety, stress, depression. Oh, my. I can't, I can't stop. I got, I got, I can't, I got stoke my stogie. Jesus can, Jesus can take that away from you. Oh, but, hey, 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 what if it's, what if it's a dispensary? What if it's, what if it's medical? I don't care if it's from a medical. I don't care if it's from the street pusher. It's the same thing. It's now, drugs. I, I, I do want to make it clear, okay? I myself, DJ Blue, I do agree with medical THC. I do believe that THC can be used in a medical situation and make you better. I do believe that. So don't get me wrong. I may be poking fun at some people, but what I'm trying to, what 
where I draw the line is if you need, if you medically helps you, I'm for it. Okay, I'm for that. I'm not for recreational getting lit up and, and, and using the excuse that you need it when you're still the same knucklehead with or without it. That's a different story. Okay, so let's get that cleared up right now before I go any more joking. That's that's where I stand. And let me just also let me make uh, just just clear here that uh, that you know if you're that God doesn't want anything in your life to be taking the place of what of who He is. So God doesn't want anything that's going to go ahead and come into your life there to alter your destiny there. You don't need drugs. You don't need alcohol. You don't need sex. You don't need any of those things. So he said that word. I was trying to be what he, drugs? I was, no alcohol. I, no. Oh, sex. Oh, yes, I said that. Oh, okay. you said that? Oh, you? Oh, you're such a PG guy. Oh. <laughs> that means spiritual guidance. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Okay. Well, here. You, I mean, I, all right. You mean no flow is coming out of the box and actually saying something? Oh, wee. <laughs> <laughs> Where have you been for the past 27 weeks? I don't hey, what are you no, talking no, no, about. No, 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 no. You, you have some, you have some guidelines there, my friend. Uh, oh, oh, listen. Watch, I'll catch you up. Watch, I'll find something. I'll catch you up. And you be like, see, told you. Look, all right. You know what? Here's the bottom line. You don't need any of those things. When okay? you, you don't need any of those things. You don't need anything that alters your reality. To me. <laughs> You got to understand something about about substance abuse, whether it's liquid, whether it's pills. I mean, there's a bunch of people cooked on pharmaceuticals that don't need to be harped on pharmaceuticals. So it's not just the pusher out there pushing weed and crack and cocaine. There is a whole laboratory of drugs in that pharmacy that most people don't even need if they got the right healing. Yeah, if God healed them. Come on, no flow. If God God went, that's see, so... The Lord, that's the, the, the Lord pharma- needs to bring the healing to that there. Yes, because it's pharmaceutical doesn't mean it's it, it's uh it's late it's right. Oh, I'll, I'll agree with you 100. percent Okay, good. We're gonna same here now. Thank now you. I will say that I will state this that I'm going to go ahead and, and say this. I do not believe in any type of THC use at all. So I knew it. Fl- I knew I'd get them. Well, I mean, I'm just ha- I just have to go now, ahead. Are you, are you telling me right now that if if THC the liquid form would help somebody medically you're not endorsing that i'm not going to endorse that no what's wrong with it that's for a whole different show that's a whole different hey, discussion I'm, I'm there, the there today it's i mean what's up a lamb of god bro passover I, wednesday i'm telling you i i don't believe in any type of drugs period at all period then what are they made for well, well okay Man, i need an aspirin picking an aspirin I, listen, I'm not talking about little things like aspirin there. You said drugs. Okay. You didn't piss I'm advice. referring to... Okay. Come on. Let me, per, let me... Let me... Okay. Let, let me go ahead and make it uh, make it more specific. You're going to have... A, I a don't believe in... I don't believe in any marijuana. Period. Okay. Okay. So no... no. Okay. So no weed. We get that. But the, the chemical in it helps people medically. If I, if I was doing all kinds of gyrations, I took a little tip of that THC. I'm like, great, I'm cool with that. I don't believe in it. I'm just, I, I do not. Man, <laughs> I am. Why so, are you acting surprised? Okay. Because it's not smoking it. I mean, there's, there's potatoes listen. and. <laughs> oh, look, no flow, listen, no flow. We are, listen, 
anything that alters anything that what I'm saying is this, okay, is that you don't let all those things that we've talked about, drugs, the sex, the alcohol. Oh. <laughs> you are <laughs> you are just like uh, like you know you bonkers, man. <laughs> oh, I love okay. messing with you. Okay, but all right, because the Lord Jesus Christ has come to take away those things okay. from you so that you don't have to live on those things. That's understood. I totally agree with you on that. What I do understand on another token of that is that God has put doctors and other things in, in place to help you so you can function. Okay? If, if um, You're looking at me like... <laughs> Why are you I'm smiling at me like that for? I'm just trying to. You, you, you've only just. Oh, never mind. Anyway, you've only just realized this now. Yeah, okay. well, we had never had that conversation before. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so in a in a cut, dusty old prehistoric KJV, what is it saying? Give me Shakespearean, because all in Shakespearean. I'm gonna read it exactly how it is. Yeah, Shakespearean. Right here. It's not. It's this. I'm already seeing haveth, seventh, and beeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already seeing The next it. day, John seeth Jesus <laughs> coming unto him. Why are you laughing? He just Why said, are you? What does seeth mean? That means you see. <laughs> take the TH off it. You see. Well, Why but you see, off? if I take the TH off of it, then you would say that I'm reading it wrong, which means that you would go ahead and you would hit that Jeopardy button. Okay. I'm not getting jeopardized today. <laughs> okay, I'm just not happy. That's not happening. Okay, so the uh, next day, John seeth. The cometh of the Lordeth. No, that's not what it says. Okay, it says, The next day, John seeth Jesus coming unto him, and saith, Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. Ah, got you. What? You got the Jeopardy, buddy. You hit the Jeopardy when you told me to take off the TH. What? Oh, now you take it off now? <laughs> Was that reverse I'm psychology? Blame you. I'm gonna blame you for it. So, uh, I'm sorry. Take it. Take it. If you want to hit the Jeopardy button, hit it. No, no. I will get vengeance on you later. Okay. Oh no, no. I. God see, forbid. See, you don't want to go ahead and pull that trigger because you know that I'll use it against. Yeah, he you, is okay? like he's the issue trigger finger today. What? Okay. <laughs> take us away this in the world. So, <laughs> Jesus came to Earth to take away the sin of the world. He is the only one that has no defects, no flaws. He fulfilled the law completely. It took him 30 years to do it. It took him three years to prove it. It took him no time to come back. So Jesus Christ, the sinless lamb, was the one that came and took our place there and paid the penalty for our sins so that we don't have to pay for it. That's right. Let's just get realistic for a moment here, okay? That, what, that realistic. In, in this life here, Either one or two people are going to pay for your sins. What? Yeah, I'll say it again. Only one or two people are going to pay for your sins. What? You can accept the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, and and you can take his atonement that he paid. What do I mean by atonement? He paid the penalty for your sin. He paid the price for your fines. Oh, man. And he didn't owe. He didn't owe that fine. He walked into the courtroom, and he came up to Father God, and he said, I am going to pay the price for what Boy Blue and DJ No Flow have done wrong in their lives. And 
whoever else is out there listening to us there. So, Jesus paid the price, okay? Now, so you can accept that and thank him for his salvation and receive it, or you to pay the price yourself. Now, here's the thing. You let Jesus pay the price, you go to heaven. You pay the price, you will be paying it for all eternity in hell because you will never be able to pay the price. And it will always be something that you will be continuously paying towards over and over again for all eternity there. So, the best deal for you is to go ahead and accept Christ's salvation because he's done, he paid the price and he doesn't need to do it anymore. And you can accept that and live in eternity, live, in, live for eternity with him. Or take your chance. Oh, that's a gamble, right. isn't it? That's, that's a Las Vegas gamble right there. And I'm sorry, that's not a gamble and, that's and, worth and that's, living. And that's called the house rules. The house is going to ruin that one. Yeah. So, oh, now that's a proper drum roll right there. Right now, we are going to welcome into the house party the one, the only M C Boulevard. How you doing, buddy? What's happening, brother? It's been a while. It's been a long minute. Oh my gosh, hasn't it, man? Long time, long time. I think the last time we seen each other was in Vegas. Yes, we did. We just happened to run into each other. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. We actually were at Victory Outreach, and you're performing on on the altar. I remember that. Oh, that's right. That time. Yeah, I remember that very well. And that's when I had the mixtape from the old station, and you signed uh-huh. it, and you signed it for me. <laughs> that must have been in the early 2000s, has it? Was it not? Oh yeah, it was. It was back then. Yes, it was. It was back then, and you, uh, you know, it was amazing. Oh, it's amazing to meet you then, and it's amazing to have you live on the air now. So, so it, these, it is, brother. God works in mysterious ways. Oh, you you ain't kidding about that. So, so MC Boulevard. This is DJ No Flow, the the uh, uh, the better the better half of oh, this uh, show it. here. Okay, you all right. Got him on the air. You already throwing right. me under the bus. Nice, okay, nice to meet the better half. Oh jeez, man! All right, so so for those uh, for those of us, what? Uh, <laughs> so so boy blue for those of us who don't know who MC Boulevard is, yeah. all right, give us a quick synopsis. Uh, legendary, <laughs> I mean, he's been around for a long time. I mean, the one obviously, I mean, I know it's cultural, but the one track that he is probably well known for more than any. Of them from the past is I remember you, homie. I mean that's iconic, iconic track. Um, he's worked with a lot of different artists. I was, the, the list is way more than I know. <laughs> but I'm gonna let you introduce yourself, MC Boulevard, because you know my heart's for you, and I know you you uh, you can say it a lot better than me. <laughs> thank you, man. Uh, thank you for having me. I I uh, I'm really grateful uh, to be on your show. The house party. Uh, you know, I have to be honest. I haven't done any uh, radio shows in quite a bit. You know, since COVID hit, I kind of just hunkered down with the family. Uh, it it, it kind of hit the family really hard uh, early on in the pandemic. 
So I kind of just hunkered down and just, you know, trusted the Lord and just been with family. It kind of stopped. I kind of stopped. I was touring a lot at the time, mm-hmm. but it kind of stopped for a couple years. But I'm glad to be back. And you're one of the first shows that I'm doing mm-hmm. uh, coming mm-hmm. back. Uh, you know, ministry. I call it ministry. Yes. I don't, I don't really call it entertainment because we're ministers. We serve people. We serve God. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I'm just grateful to be back in your show. And, oh, and, gosh, um, yes. You know, just to talk about myself a little bit, you know, I started as a secular artist uh, back in uh, 1990, man, way back. And uh, I would open up shows for Zappin Roger and the Gap Band and, and Bretton Wood and and all the oldies and old school uh, acts back then. And um, so I did that for about 10 years. And then I gave my life to the Lord in the year 2000. And I, I promised the Lord, I made a vow that I would just uh, use my gift for him. And I haven't turned back. You know, it's been uh, 20, 23 years. My goodness. Uh, doing music for the Lord and, and serving God. That's incredible. I didn't know it was that long. Wow. 23 years? Yeah, 23, yeah. 23 years. That's a long time. That, uh, that is a long time there. So you're Man. going back to around, uh, the, uh, around the beginning of uh, the 2000, then, sometime around then. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I gave my life to the, uh, the Lord in the year 2000, and after that, I, I just dedicated my music to Him. Oh, boy, have you ever, boy. You got some, you got some real, real hit music, I'm telling you. I mean, we play a lot of it here, and I, I, and I, I definitely want to put this out right now because I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't want to hear about her. My wife Lucille loves your track, Father. That is, man, that is iconic. You told me that you shared that with me. That's cool. Yes, that's why I opened up, opened you up with Father. Um, one of the first tracks she's ever heard of yours. Um, and uh-huh. we play it here, you know, quite often, you know, you ca- your catalog's nice here, but you know, the thing is, is this, is this the, it's the message, you know, we're in Passover Wednesday, yeah. we're going into the resurrection Sunday, uh, just a, such Amen. a, just a, uh, symbolic movement of the Lord to, for this moment in yeah. time to ha- even have you on the air. I mean, I, I mean, I know you, but I mean, at the same time. Brother, there is so much respect and love for you for what you've done and how you've changed your life and the music you've made. I mean, it's incredible. When I got to meet you, I just like, this is this is this is only God. I mean, and in your heart for the Lord. I mean, there's when we when we when I decided to change the station into UMO UMO twenty one point eight amplitude. Amplitude was to be that non compromising message, having that having that. Amen. Direct, you know, no matter what, this is the way it's got to be. Message. You, you, you symbolize that. You symbolize no compromise. And it's it's such a relief to see artists like yourself, uh, Brown King, Second Chance, uh, and all the guys just bring such a straightforward message. And I mean, they all play on the station, so it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, thank you, brother. I appreciate all those uh, great uh, words and, and, and accolades. Um, that, that's what I strive for, for the 23 years that I've been serving God. I don't want to go back. I don't want to, I know, you know, that's what I strive for before Christ, you know, is, is that fame and fortune of the world. But And I got a taste of it, and I didn't like it. You know, it, 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 I saw the fallacy in it. 
I saw the deception that the enemy uses with that celebrity, with that fame, and and and, and, and um, with that fortune. <clears throat> Not saying that you know you have to stay in poverty to serve the Lord, but you you can't worship God and money. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, I made that decision 23 years ago to, to, to not worship money and, and pursue the world and to worship the true and living God, Jesus Christ. And, um, <clears throat> and, and, and like you said, there's others out there. You know, uh, there's Brian in Texas. Uh, he, he's doing great things uh, with Kingdom Music. Um, and, and others, uh, there's a, a Big Unk and uh, others in California. Uh, uh, Prop, Prophet X comment. I don't know if you know him, but the Prophet X, uh, uh-huh. he has a podcast. I just see all these brothers and, and sisters too, you know, giving their whole heart uh, unto the Lord. And, and that's what we need nowadays because people are hungry. You know, they're thirsty. They're thirsty for the word. They're, they're thirsty for God. And, and uh, the Bible says that who, who's going to preach, you know? Who's going to teach the word? You know, us, the church, the right, saints, right. the the one set apart. You know, through music, through the word, through arts. You know, and uh, it's time. It's time. We're coming out of the pandemic, and, and we we've been hunkered down. But it's, now it's time to get out. You know, step out in the water. You know, absolutely, uh, and come to Jesus and bring others to Jesus. So. Um, so, yeah, brother, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, and your show, I'm going to be lifting it up in prayer uh, each day and night. Uh, Amen. So God could increase your territory around the world. We appreciate that. Uh, let me let me ask you this question here. Yeah. So, so you said that that you were that you were opening up for secular bands before there. So, and then you gave your life to the Lord. What caused you to uh, to come to the Lord? What I mean, what what made you uh, make that decision there? What happened? Uh, it wasn't just one sole thing. It was a, a, a matter of several things around a short period of time. And it started when, uh, I, you know, before I did the rap thing and the singing thing, I, I, I was involved in gangs. I got jumped into a gang early on as a 13-year-old youngster. So um, that's how I was able to write a song called Remember You Homie. It's really a dedication to the first homie that got killed in a drive-by shooting uh, back in 1991. Um, But God started showing me things when I got locked up. Uh, I went to Youth Authority for about two and a half years. And he started showing me um, things that I believe that were true. but God showed me that they were not true. They were lies that I that I bought into. Um, and so it started tugging at my heart. You know, I started seeing things in a different perspective. Um, I started, and that made me change my behavior a little bit. Uh, you know, I didn't fully go, I, I, I didn't give my life to the Lord back then, but I'm, what I'm saying is that he started opening my eyes. He started making, letting me see things that, you know, at 18, 19 years old. Uh, when it come, when it came to, you know, the gang, the, the gangster life, the, the gang lifestyle, you know, um, and, and the things that I that I believed in, he, he started shifting me, shifting my beliefs, and and, and showing uh, 
enjoying himself to me to, to uh, let me give you an example uh, just you know nobody visited me in those two years that, that I was down for you know that that I would lay my life down for at the time uh, but the only one that did uh, was my mom and grandma my family when I in back back before I got locked up I didn't think there was so much of a family because of maybe past hurt and it was my mom and disagreements and things like that uh, I made my my homies my family but God started showing me no my my mom is my family my grandma's my family my pops is my family I just had hurts and, and stuff that uh, drove me away from them but you know through forgiveness through forgiveness you could build that relationship again and become that family that that God from the start wanted you to have so that was just one example you started I guess you started softening my heart and, and I and I wrote a song about that called the gangster and the priest which I was honored to do with the with the legendary uh, funk master Roger Troutman from Zap uh, before he he passed away uh, he passed away about a year after I did that song with him I don't know if you have it uh, Dan but uh yeah, that, that was, he, he's checking, he's was checking saying, right now. Became, <laughs> yeah. Before I became a Christian, I would uh, say that that was my speaking song because I was speaking to God. I, I didn't have the gospel in me yet, but I knew I had an awareness. I had a head knowledge of Jesus Christ because I grew up in, in the Catholicism. You know, I grew up in religion. So I had a head knowledge of him, but I just didn't have a relationship with him. But I was seeking him through, through this uh, situation and circumstances. You know what I'm saying? And you, one thing that you mentioned there very quickly there that uh, you talk about forgiveness and how that brought your family yeah. back together because you were sucked into the lie that yeah. that that the uh, that your that your gang was your family there and you know hey when the, when the rubber hits the road nobody showed up to uh nobody showed up at your uh, to visit you there nobody came and put money on your books okay so to speak nobody you know nobody came to nobody came to see how you're doing there and the only people that did do that uh were your family members and here we go oh you got it uh, he's got it of course i got it <laughs> oh yeah baby <laughs> Oh, look at him. Look at him. He's oh, he just threw out a he just threw out a big uh, promotion for us right there. Right? Oh my goodness. I'm going to group this right now. I like this. If you can play that, man, for the people, I'm sure they'll get glad. Oh my goodness, man. So, anyone out there listening right now, this is MC Boulevard rocking out right here. Such a good track. Awesome stuff, man. Oh, I, you know I had to put a little stuff on there. <laughs> so that was that was awesome. Oh, that's, that's a groovy track, bro. <laughs> okay. And so back to what we were saying about uh, about you, about how that uh, that your mom, your your family were the only ones that came and showed up there. 
and there was uh, then there was uh, when you came when uh, you came to the Lord, uh, there was a healing there that took place there. There was forgiveness that took place because of some things that you may have uh, that uh, that you may have uh, uh, misunderstood misunderstandings and things like that that happened there. So talk about forgiveness for a moment there, and how powerful is uh, is forgiveness when it comes to healing relationships and and when it comes to your own walk with the Lord. So. Well, it's very powerful because it was able to uh, uh, shake up my uh, bitterness and, and, and hatred uh, of not just my family, but of myself. I really, the hatred, I thought it was towards them, but it was really towards me um, as well. And, you know, all these things I was doing was hurting my life. And I didn't realize it because I had that hate and bitterness embedded in my in my heart because of the, because of the you know the, the the pain that I endured as a child as a you know my, my mom and dad were were you know they didn't get along there was a lot of domestic violence you know in the household you know so I took off to the street you know I didn't want to be a, a part of that you know uh, so. That, that created bitterness and, and resentment uh, throughout the years as, as a youngster, you know. Um, but, but God, like I said, he, he works in mighty, mysterious ways because, you know, I had this hardcore belief with the homies that, you know, this, this is my family. These are my brothers, you know. This, and because they're my family, because they're my brothers, I'm going to die for this piece of, 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 of the street, the, the part of the city uh, that at the time I didn't realize didn't even belong to me. But I'm here yet fighting, standing uh, against enemies and rivals uh, that were shooting and stabbing. It didn't matter what they came with. I was going to stand my ground, you know, and, and, and God, God was able to penetrate that, that heart and that mindset, you know. Uh, do love the Bible says love covers a multitude of sins you know and, and because uh, you know I felt like it, it you know people say oh you got locked up that was messed up no to me it was like a intervention a divine intervention because that's where God you know he had to like put me put me in my place he had to like settle me down because I was running amok you know he had to like put me in the cell and, and so I could uh, stop for a moment and just reflect on what I was doing in my life, you know. And, and then he showed me, you know, uh, through deeds, through actions, you know. Uh, grandma coming. And he, my family came hundred, a hundred miles away. I, I wasn't wow. I wasn't close to home. I was, I was out there far away by, you know, Bakersfield and all that Wow, yeah. so you're talking about like a uh, like an hour and a half drive uh, each way. I'm talking almost. about like a two hour drive. Man, that is that is insane, you know. But that uh, so they they really showed. And that, my grandma didn't have a car; she had to take the bus. No. She had to take the bus. Wow. Which is even longer and farther trip. So she. You so know, she, we're talking. She was already in her seventies. So she really paid. She really puts. Uh, she really put. Uh, some uh, some effort into into seeing you and and wanting to to be with you there as much as they could 
you know, uh, under the circumstances there. That's true love. That that right there is true, uh, absolute uh, de uh, dedication there and, and love for you. And that's amazing. So so here you are. You're yeah, yeah, exactly. So you're in this situation here where you're you're in jail and you're and you're and now your family's coming to see you there. But one thing I just want to I just want to touch on for a moment here. You talked about how you entered into bitterness because of things that were happening in your in your life there, and the bitterness caused yeah. you to go away. Now, uh, listen. Every person deals with bitterness in in their life to some degree you said that you yeah. you got into that uh, realm of bitterness and it started taking you away uh from your family there yeah every person has dealt with bitterness in their life and and it's in mm -hmm. it, and it's important that we learn that bitterness is a very deceptive drug it's a very uh when you fall in, when you start getting into bitterness then then all of a sudden you start to go ahead and open yourself up to believing other lies uh and and seeing things differently from a warped perspective there and you're not seeing things from a pure from from a clear perspective because you've got that bitterness mm -hmm. in your heart there and you got that anger in your heart now you're reacting more out of emotions than you are out of facts and out of what reality is so it distorts your reality there it it uh, it causes you to uh, to become deceived you know into believing things mm -hmm. that are not okay and it causes and right. then it takes you down it keeps you going down that path so with that yeah, bitterness that's a good way to put it yeah uh, yeah it's 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 like a drug you know it it, it just is it, it's it's just as powerful as any hallucinogen out there and unfortunately it's more it's it's more it's more deceiving than than some of the real drugs that are out there because everybody thinks that they, you know, they got hurt. Something happened. They think that they have a right to go ahead and be bitter, and therefore that's what yeah. grabs a hold of them. And they go, "Yeah, you got a right to be angry about this. You got a right to be, you know, uh, upset about this here." And that gets a, that grabs a stranglehold on those people there and gets a door into their heart. So, with all of that that happened there, how did the Lord clear that up out of your heart so that you could see clearly now? And be able to go ahead and 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 speak, uh, go ahead and speak and talk about the Lord. There, what what happened in your heart to remove all of that besides giving your heart to the Lord? So, can you expound well, on that? Let me let me backtrack. Yeah, let me backtrack a little bit. Uh, uh, you know, God God is God has amazing grace. I wish I could tell you that. Uh, you know, once I realized when I was locked up, mm -hmm. but you know, some of us are very hard-headed and we have to learn harder ways, unfortunately. So when I got out, I wish I could tell you that I gave my life to Christ, but I did it. I, I went back to the homies. I went back to the neighborhood and um, <clears throat> found myself locked up again a few months after I got out. And again, Again, the unconditional love, you know. Um, this time, not only from grandma and mom and pops, but from strangers, from strangers that didn't know wow. me. God put in, God put up. Now that I reflect back, God put in my life. Uh, they they intervened. Um, I guess God felt that I needed more 
more intervention, right? Um, so I met this producer, right, uh, by the name of Don Peak, and and th- this this man was a legendary producer. He produced uh, the Jackson Five, Sonny and Cher, um, the Righteous Brothers, you know, um, Ray Charles. I mean, the list goes on and on. And at the time, I was on probation, and he just happened. We know it's God, but he just happened to be at this probation uh, gathering of, of, of probationers like myself that were looking for outlets to to uh, express their their gifts and talents that they were doing at the time. So wow. I jumped on it because at the time I was a, a street rapper, you know, I would, I would rap on the streets. We were B-boys just battling other groups back in those days. That's what we would do. You know, and the break dancing and the popping and, and the hip hop and all that, the birth of it. So, so I wanted, so when I heard that, it interested me. So I, I made a little cheap demo tape, cassette tape back in the day. Remember those? Oh, yeah. Yes, we are that old. We are that old. Yeah, yeah, I'm dating myself. I sample more bounce to the ounce from Rodney's <laughs> Wait, and wait, I, wait, I, wait, wait. More it. bounce to the ounce. What, what, okay, uh, say that again. Say that again now. More more bounce to the ounce? <laughs> okay. More bounce to the ounce. <laughs> oh, my it's goodness. old school. Old school. You got to check no it flow. out. You got to Google it tonight. No, uh, no gonna, that's, that's old school. You're going to start dancing and stuff. And you're old school, but too. But anyway, <laughs> so, I'm old school. That's yeah. where I came from. Absolutely. You know, that's a, I, I'm from the old school. I'm the student of old school. So anyways, this, this is a powerful story because... This man, Don Pete, heard the, the little demo that I made. And out of that demo, he approached me and he said, Hey, young man, you have the talent, you have a gift, and I don't want you to waste it. You know, I don't want you to waste it uh, uh, like a lot of youngsters that I know um, through the gang warfare that's going on. <clears throat> right. And, and he goes, I, I want to... I want to open my studio to you. I want to open my home to you. And I want to help you. I want to I want to mold your talent. You know, I'm a producer. I can make music for you. And um, right away, I was like, man, I can't afford this dude. I got no money. I don't even have a job. But you know what? If he wasn't about that. He was like, don't worry about that. You know, that will come along later. And so to make a long story short, He's the one that I recorded I Remember You Homie with. Oh, wow. Okay. And, and that that song launched me in the world. <clears throat> yeah, no kidding, it did. That song launched me in the world. That song came out in a movie called American Me uh, about the Mexican mafia. With, wow. Uh, starring Edward James Almost. Edward James Almost, yeah. And that's... That's, that's back Almost. in the 80s, right? In fact, yeah. that came out in the 80s, yeah. Back yeah. in the 80s. Uh-huh. And it was so popular that President Bill Clinton introduced it on NBC. Wow. Did he really? Yeah. He introduced the making of that movie that was called Lives in Hazard about gang warfare in the streets of East L.A. Wow. Wow. And my song, I Remember You, Homie, was featured on that special on NBC introduced by Bill Clinton. That's a special stuff. That's pretty awesome, there, right that's there. Very, that that's very awesome stuff, you know. That how God, <clears throat> how God used all that, you know. But 
Could I have a, 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 another couple minutes to explain? Absolutely. You, got all, you got all the time in the world, bro. Go okay. right ahead, man. Okay, because this is important. It's part of my testimony. Yes. So, so with that came uh, fame and fortune, like, real quick. I was only 20 years old. But, of course, the enemy will use that, you know, and, and turn it from a blessing to a curse real quick if you allow it. And I allowed it. Because drugs and, and, and the pleasures of the world uh, overcame and overwhelmed. And, and I allowed it. And uh, I got deeper in the hole. Not so much in gang stuff, but more in the drug and the alcohol and all that stuff. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but God. But God. But God's amazing grace. It's amazing. But God. But God. I mean, he... He, he, he touched me again. He shows up on some. He shows up at some pretty. He shows up at some pretty he, interesting times. He, he showed up again. He showed up again. This time by a pastor. See, it, it, it got more concentrated with the Lord as, as time went on. You know, a pastor reached out to me. A pastor from a ministry called God Gang. He came up. He came. And, and he showed me that unconditional love that I still back when grandma and mom and, and pops were visiting me in jail. But it was more concentrated. It was more gospel. Right. You know, it right. was more gospel. He would, he would, he would, he would uh, teach me the word, do word and deed. Mm. And, 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 and Pastor Robert, Pastor Robert, he passed away. He's a uh, He's hearing me in heaven right now, mm. but but mm. he was the one that really poured the gospel into me, you know. So much so that I just wanted to go kick it with him at his outreaches. So what he would do is, so I remember your homie was already a, a known song back. This is 95, 96, 97 now, around that time. Mm. It was already a made song. People knew me by that song. They wouldn't even call me MC Boulevard. They would say, hey, that's how I remember your homie guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, right, that's, right. That's how much that song meant to a lot of the homies, a lot of the, the Mexican-American, Chicano community. So what this pastor would do, God gave him the wisdom to say, hey, uh, Boulevard, I want you to come to this outreach, okay? We're going to have an outreach in Orange County. We're going to have an outreach in San Bernardino County here in Southern California. And, and we're going to play, you're going to do that song live, and we're going to have a coffin with a with a, a homie in it, you know, uh, pretending like he, he got killed, and you're going to sing it, and then I'm going to preach the gospel afterwards, and then we're going to do an altar call, and we're going to ask these homies, these hardcore homies, if they want to receive Christ, Jesus Christ into their lives. Wow. And, and it worked. Yeah. And I did that for like a year. I did it so much. That I wouldn't even do the OD um, lowrider shows as much no more because I wanted to be with him. I, I I wanted to see that instead of what I was used to seeing at the lowrider shows because I felt the power of God. I felt the Holy Spirit mm. moving into these people's Ooh. lives. Wow! And and I wanted wow. I wanted that because I felt it was the truth. I felt that's what I was been searching for all my life. You know, that love, that forgiveness. That grace, that mercy, you know, all the attributes of God that I was searching for. God 
revealed it at that time with Pastor Robert and God's Gang. Hmm. And so a little bit after that, I gave my life to the Lord, the year 2000. Wow, so you were out there just and that's uh, part of my testimony. Wow, that that's that's awesome to, to hear that. And so you were out there just doing the just doing the work there, reaching out to people. God used it to touch people's lives, and then you uh, you gave your life to the Lord. And mm-hmm. and uh, once the Holy Spirit get involved, that's it, man. <coughs> once the Holy Spirit get involved, that's it. Yeah, that's uh, I, I tell, tell you, you right that's now. It. Once the Holy once Spirit, Spirit touched it, it was it. You, you got it you, was done. I was done. It, it, it's a it's a, it's an unbelievable overwhelming joy when you have the holy spirit just rock your world and the, to have the holy spirit use you too there because that's the that's when we do the when we go out and we be an instrument of the lord it allows us to go ahead and become what we're supposed to be with that and we're called to be ambassadors for Christ. Ah, well said, well said. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're called to be ambassadors. Allows us to be what we were supposed to be. Right. So you stepped up into your calling there. You got into your calling and you got into into what the plan and purpose of God was for your life there, and God started to use you in that matter. So, you know, there's a there's a there's a lot of people that are out there that are in that situation that you were in there. They've been through all this uh, mm-hmm. stuff. They've gone through. The gangs, they've gone through the jail cells, they've gone through all of this, and they've gone through all of that heartache and all of mm-hmm. that pain there. And you know, yeah. here, here, God, God uses you to come uh, to show people that they can come out on the other side. They can come out of that. Yeah. They can get out of that. You are a shining. You are an example. You are a, you are yeah. a shining example of somebody that can come out of that lifestyle and start to live for the Lord. And do great things for God. Yeah. So now, yeah, yeah. And, and and when you stepped into that, that totally changed you, right? That switched you. That that, that radically changed my life. I, I wasn't the same no more. I didn't hmm. think the same. I didn't behave the same. Uh, I didn't want. I didn't desire the Beautiful. same. Beautiful. Stuff. It, it's just different. Just different person. I even wanted to change my name, but. But later on, God, the Holy Spirit said, no, use that the known name to draw the, the unsaved to me. You, that's the most amazing thing. You know, I've been trying to change. I've been wanting to change, change my name to from DJ No Flow, but he won't let me. Boy Blue won't let me. We got yeah, a call coming we, in. But we, uh, we have a caller right now. <laughs> okay. Who we got on the line Hello. here? Hi, guys. Hello. Hi. Yeah, we're 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 live I right mean, now. It, and when, guess when when the when the homies here at MC Boulevard from back in the days, it there's a there's a, a curiosity. There's a there's a yeah, there's a curiosity. They wanna oh what, what's up with Boulevard now, you know? Absolutely. You know? Hey uh, MC Boulevard. We got we got a caller here for you. Who who we got on the line here? Oh, I think, Hello. I think I know who it is who it is, but I'll let Boy Blue introduce uh in, yeah. introduce her. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Nancy Boulevard, this is uh Ucil, the the one I told you my wife that, that absolutely loves your father song. <laughs> yes. I'm like your biggest fan. <laughs> oh Lucille, uh thank you for uh you know, loving my song Father. That's a special song to me. 
It is. It, I just want. I just called to congratulate you because I was struggling with uh with listening to music that will catch on to the kids because I was once that child that didn't like all the music, but you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I was I was raising something to myself, and I I used to struggle. I'm like, well, we're not gonna get to the kids with. You know, with this type of music, we need to understand these yeah. kids because they're from the streets. We need to keep it real and know that God is not yeah. just a, a, a God is not just a boring God. God is love. God is fun. God is yeah. forgiving, and not just mm. you know, oh God, is, you know, if you do this, you're gonna be punished. Not, not like that, yeah. you know, because that's how I was raised, you know. Yeah. But when I came across your song, yes. But when I came across your song. I loved it. I listened it like five times right there, and I'm like, "This is what we need. This is what the children need. This is what is really happening out there. This is how we're gonna get to them. This is how we're gonna understand them." So I want to congratulate you for that because you knew, you know how to reach them. So I'm just so proud thank of you. you. you know, th- thank you so much, Lucille. I I just want to add to that because it, it's so true what you're saying. When I think father at, you know, churches or, or parking lots, wherever God wants me to sing it at. And if there's children, the children gravitate to that song. They gravitate yeah. to that song. There's something special. There's an anointing in that song, not because of me, but because of God, that, that it draws children. And, and yeah. it, you know, and it opens up their heart and they like, they get so joyful. I even show my pastor. So yeah. Yes, I, I showed one of the uh, first pastors, I said, this is what we need to be letting the kids hear. This is reality. If you have not lived in the streets, you don't know. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, if we if you have not been raised in the streets, you don't know. But this is what yeah, I know life. that will get to them. And I, I just want to congratulate you. And I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Lucia. Uh, are you going to... Are you gonna play that song, brother? Absolutely, I'll play that song. I was about to oh, suggest she better. that. Oh, right. <laughs> she you better, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I'll be playing that song on my car. I have it on the burn CD. I'll be playing it, and sometimes people roll their windows, and I blast it more. Yeah, there it is. Yes. Yeah. Nice you know that song with, uh, that song with the artist. That song with an artist uh, named MC Magic. Yeah. Um, MC Magic, uh, he, he's in the world, but he loves the Lord. And one day we were talking, and I said, you know, everything you got, and he, he recognized that and acknowledged it. Everything you got is because of the Lord. Bless you. It would be so cool for you to do a song for him. And yes. that's how Father came up. Really? I didn't yeah. know. I didn't you know. know I it didn't was know yeah, it's out of, it was straight out of worship and praise to God for for his his grace and his love towards us. You My know? goodness, I didn't even know that and, story. And you feel that anointing, you feel that grace and love in that song. There's an anointing. Yes, it is. It, it got me the first time. Just it when got you hear. me and I watched the video and I'm like this. I'm like I jumped up. This is all we need. This is reality. This is what the kids need. This is how we want to understand them. Because those kids yeah. need that type of love, need that type of talk, you know, the reality, not yeah. just, you know, punishment, not just, no, no. understand them, no, no, God, understand God them. Love. 
And then I exactly. Then I, I walk into my house. There's grass. There's grass. You know, he's love. He's unconditional love. And then, you know, I tell I tell my wife about you. And then when I walk into my bedroom, this is what I hear. Because <laughs> I tell him, that's what he gives me. Like, you hear the drum roll real quick. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> here we go no, but I'm going to tell you. I, I, I'm like, we're going to hear it again. <laughs> but I want to thank you and I want to congratulate you. And thank you. Uh, thank you for so calling the guys. And yeah. I love, I'm hearing your story and I love it. I love how raw you are. I love how real you are. That's what we need. So, yeah. wow. Just yeah. God bless you for that. Amen. Okay, Lucille. Nice meeting you. And nice meeting you, you too. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Take care of your hubby. Bye, Ocel. Yes. We Take love you. Bye-bye. Thank goodness. So, so that, that, song, that song, Father, there, that came out of a revelation that you had of the Lord, right? And, the, uh, and just uh, the deep yeah. love that God has for, uh, for, uh, for us. So you talked so, to... Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Let me explain that. Uh, I want to break that down for the people to hear. So MC Magic, he's a well-known uh, 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 secular artist uh, in the in the Latino community. You know, he's, he's been out there since the '90s, since before me. And we we remain friends. We remain good friends throughout the years. And so we we would talk every now and then, and just how you doing, you know, things like that. Um, and, and he knew that I gave my life to the Lord, and he started asking me questions and. And then he said, you know, I love the Lord, too. You know, I, I, everything I got is because of him. And I recognize that. And I said, you know, I just boldly said, well, Magic, you know, if you, if you acknowledge that and you recognize that, you know, why don't you bless him with a song? You know, bless him with a song and dedicate it to him. Uh, you know, I just threw it out there and, you know, see how the Lord tugged at his heart. And he said, how? I've never done one. And I said, I will help you. I, I will I will help you 100% with this song. And we would dedicate it to the Lord. And we would uh, use it as ministry so when people hear it, they could draw to the Lord. And so that's how it started. That, that's how it began. That's how it was created. It, it, it was uh, asking an artist that's in the world, you know, if he wants to do a song to bless the Lord and, and he he said yes yeah, he accepted it you know and, and that's that's pretty rare if you think about it you know uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty rare that that, that acceptance would take place and, and, and would go all the way yeah. see, but, 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 but I'm glad see, it did because like you still said it has touched a lot of people well see magic magic guy tug on his heart to do something for the Lord you happen to be the right mm-hmm. person at the right time that God put in his life. You guys made an, a, yeah. an amazing track, and that's just—it's a timeless classic. You know, it'll—it'll—it'll it'll, it'll survive yeah. many, many, many yeah. generations. Um, and it's—and it's because I mean, even yeah, his, even he, even his verse is just his raw feelings. You know, it is. And I, it's, I, I, I believe it's sincere and raw. You know, because I mean, that, that, from my from my understanding, that's the only song he's ever made 
in that much sincerity to God. So it is, you know, you, you know, God used you to reach it, him, and then you guys made an anointed track that just serenades of everybody who listens to it. And if I could just say one more thing about that, absolutely, I, I, this is important. I, I missed it. So originally, he already had something. He lives. He's in Arizona. So I, I flew to Arizona, and we were in the studio, and uh, he already had come up with something. But you know what? I wasn't digging it. It wasn't, and he wasn't digging it either. We both weren't digging it. You know, we both weren't feeling it. And we were kind of like, man, because we had to spend the whole day, you know, working Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. And then I just told him, and this is where God, uh, God is so amazing, so beautiful, because he doesn't want what's fabricated, or he doesn't want what's out of man. He wants your heart. He wants your heart. And so we were frustrated and we were all that. And like I said, let's pray, Magic. Let's pray to God and let's ask God uh, to to give us the the beat, to give us the words, to, to give us the rhythm and everything about the song that he gives it to us and it has nothing to do with us. It all has to do with him. And he's just using us as vessels, as musicians. And so that's what happened then. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we started all over and we were just praying. We had our eyes closed. We were praying for like like a while. And then all of a sudden, he just started playing the piano and I started just singing out of my heart. And that's, that's where the, the chorus came out. Father, Father in the heaven, mm. can I thank you? And he was like, oh man, that's good. And he just, he's a piano player, so he played it with the keys. And we just, that's how it started. And that's why I feel with all confidence that if there's an anointing, because that's God, it's not man. Absolutely. We tried it. It didn't, it wasn't fly. It didn't, it, it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. But when we prayed and we dedicated a, and set it apart for the Lord, he came mm-hmm. and, 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 and he, he used our, our voices and he used our fingers on the keyboard. You know? Mm-hmm. That's Praise a, God. That, that's a, Hallelujah. I never, that, that's the first time I ever heard that. Yeah. Heard that, and that's just like it's such a testament to the power of God getting involved in a track. Yeah. And you know Him yeah. using you to to work something out to where now, I mean, even to this day, I mean, you, hit, you I hit that button, and it's just like, boom, oh, and you just. You just kick in the vocals and it just, oh my goodness. You can't, How do you not get in the presence? <sighs> amen. You know, I'm going to yeah, have to. Yeah, amen. You know, it, it, that's right. You're right, Dan. It, it, it's a song that you could feel being in the presence. Being in the presence. All, you, all, and all, all you hear is this. Period. I thank you for your love. You know, I'm going to have to listen to that whole song sometime because uh, uh, I can tell you I love it right now. You I know. thank you for your love. Yeah. I thank you for your mercy. Amen. You know, yes. I thank you for as much grace as you allow me to have daily because I know I fall. However, 
Your grace is more than sufficient. God's redemption at Christ's expense. And that's your... Uh, yes, exactly. Grace, God's redemption at uh, Christ's expense there. And so for... So for those that are that are out there right now that are listening, I mean, the you know, hey, you you've got the floor to to bring them to, to the Lord. There, what what uh, what message right now is on your heart to speak to those that may be listening? Uh, you you know, what would you like to let them know? I want to let them know what I did. I was hardened, you know. I allowed myself to get hardened by life, by circumstances and situations that occurred. I allowed it to make me hard, to harden my heart, uh, to have a mindset that was very dark and negative, that came against the light, came against anything that was positive. I want everybody to know that are listening to give God a chance to, to allow him to, to work in you and not be hard, you know, not to, to be vulnerable to the spirit of God, um, to, to allow him to fix certain areas and situations in your life that you tried fixing, but you can't, it, it's too hard. And maybe you've tried with other people and, and, it, and it's just they helped a little bit, but it hasn't really fully healed. Uh, you haven't been made whole yet. Well, let me tell you, God can make you whole. God can fix the situation, whatever that situation may be. Why can I say that with all confidence? Because he did it for me. I'm a living testimony. I'm a witness of that. And so I'm fully confident in telling anybody that's listening that God could change your life to save you from the inside out, to change your mindset, to give you belief when you have unbelief, to give you love when there's hatred and bitterness, as I was talking about earlier. Right. You know, he's God. The Bible says that he created life by just speaking life. Our problems are nothing to him. He's created the universe and galaxies that even man can't count. He's so powerful that we can't even grasp the power that he has. So all I'm saying is, is give him that chance. I mean, a, a lot of us, we, we give chances to almost everything in life, but not to God. Why? Why is that? That's... We gotta give him a chance. We gotta taste his, his love and his grace, at least once. And you know what I'm saying? I think, I think the reason why people don't give him a chance is because they they're they're lied to that his grace isn't sufficient enough. Mm. Wow! Right? That's... Okay. People people are driven off of financial, <coughs> economical, and selfish gain. They're not driven off of grace. And when someone tells you. It costs you nothing but you accepting him to change your life. Mm -hmm. he, the thing about people being comfortable with their demons, people get comfortable with what they're going through. They're used to it. So to tell someone... They believe the lie. Exactly. They're, they're comfortable. They believe mm -hmm. it. 
that becomes a reality. So when someone mm-hmm. like yourself, us, or someone else out there who has the power invested in by God to be able to speak life into them, they're like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I, I don't know if I want to go here because it's right. not because the great is the grace sufficient enough for me. I've committed these sins beyond my own comprehension. I can't even comprehend forgiveness. So how am I supposed to know that this unseen belief is going to be enough grace for me to be able to be cleaned from it? You know, but they have yourself and others who have been through a lot of rough times who got the grace, changed their life, became an amazing human being, and, and, and did your talents to his, his glory and they're like hey if I can do this and my sins were for forgiven and the grace was sufficient for me it's going to be sufficient for you that's very true oh yeah God, the Bible says God loves the world and that's everybody in it that's right you know not just certain people not right. just a one nation mm-hmm. the whole world right. that's right he gave his life for us and we're going to celebrate this weekend Easter. Oh my good. Resurrection yeah. Sunday. Um, the Resurrection, <laughs> Resurrection Sunday. Sunday. Absolutely. Good, Amen. Good Friday to Resurrection Sunday. You know, that's what it's all about. The world. And it's for everybody. This grace and mercy and love that we're talking about from God is for everybody, no matter what. Absolutely. You know, I want to share just a just a quick story there. You were because you were talking about grace and uh, grace and mercy there. And how some people don't think that they have uh, that they're worthy enough to go ahead and get it. Right. Well, let's just face reality. None of us are worthy enough to go ahead and get it, but Jesus makes yeah. us worthy enough to get it. And and yeah, and 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 I remembered just uh, just very quickly here that uh, many years ago I was I was talking to a uh, a person about the Lord, and I mm-hmm. I I was begging this person to come to Jesus. I said, Look, you got to come to Jesus. Give your heart over to Him. And, you know, he kept telling me, he says, yeah, man, but I want to go smoke a cigarette. I said, I don't care. You want to just give your heart to Jesus, get saved, and don't worry about that. He says, man, I got to go smoke a cigarette. I got to I got to do this. I got to do that. And I and I am not I am so not lying. I pleaded with him about 20 times. I said, look, I don't care about the cigarettes. Jesus don't care about it. You don't take a shower to go get it to take a shower. You don't get clean to get into the bathtub. Come on. You get into the bathtub and you get clean in the process there. You get into the shower and you get clean in the process there. I, you know, and these people have these ideas, this idea that they should, oh, I need to clean up before clean. I come to Jesus. Well, no, that's not how it happens. You come to Jesus and you let him clean you up. But here's what, what happened. Yeah. That, was, that was on a Wednesday night where I begged him. I remember to this day, I was out in my parking lot. I was, I was leaving my workplace. I was out in the parking lot talking to this guy, and uh, I eventually I had to give up. I said, I mean, 20 times. Okay, that's not that's not an exaggeration. And approximately about mm-hmm. a little less than 48 hours later, the the at uh, just a few yards away from the very spot where I tried to lead this person to Jesus, he was murdered. Uh, he mm. was murdered by a homeless man about 20 yards away 48 hours later okay and I had the unfortunate pleasure of seeing him 
being put on a gurney there and them covering the sheep over him when they when I was yeah. coming into work. And I said, that can't be, that can't be. I just 48 hours, just less than 48 hours before that, I was talking to him about the Lord. But he, I, my only, my only saving uh, grace in that is, is that I, uh, I remember I said this to him. I said, okay, but if you get in a tough spot, and this was my parting words to him. I said, if you get in a tough spot, all you got to do is just say, Jesus, save me. And I left him with that. And my only hope is that when he was, as he was facing death, as he realized that he was dying, yeah. that he called out on the name of Jesus to be saved. And and all you got to do is just say, Jesus, save me. Jesus, you don't, you don't really have to say, save me. All you got to do is call out on his name, his name, Jesus. And he, and, and Jesus, and by his grace and mercy, Jesus will impart salvation to to you or to anybody else there. To, and, and so I said, Lord, I hope that he remembered those last words. But the thing is, yeah. is that that was cutting it close, man. If that was the case, if he did that, he cut it close. But he got hung up on the fact that he wanted to have a cigarette. Listen, I'm going to tell yeah. everybody out there. It, it's kind of what Dan... Go ahead. Yeah, it's kind of what Dan was, uh, was talking about, like people they they want to like they focus on on the world like the, like mm -hmm. material and, and and things that you know the physicalness and uh, you know, but the bible says we have to walk by faith not by sight and, and i think the world has the that backwards they want to walk by sight and not by faith mm -hmm. but right. it's up to us uh the show and my music and the testimony to to you know repeat and and, and and drill that message that you, you have put your faith in God because no one's promised tomorrow like that man that you just mentioned mm -hmm. you know he didn't think he was gonna get murdered that day yeah. you know and and but when no one is promised another day in this life you know mm. each day is a gift and each day is given by God um and so the time is now that's what I'm saying the time is now you hear the message you hear the good news that god loves you that god wants to forgive you that god wants to to give you a new life a new heart a new mindset mm -hmm. a, 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 a renewed spirit take it grab it don't wait till later because later might not come yep. you know now now is the time today is the day of salvation the bible says and, and you're absolutely right about yeah. that. There, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are saying, "Well, I'll go ahead and I'll get saved on my uh, on, on at the 11th hour on my deathbed," and Satan's going to show up at your door at uh, at the 10th hour instead. So, don't right. don't take that chance. If there's anybody out there that's listening to us right now, listen, please. This is not. This is yeah. this this message is very very serious. There, we. We love yeah. you enough to tell you, hey, listen, you got to get yourself right with the Lord. We love you enough to tell you that God's got a better plan for your life there. Not the one that you're leading on your own. Not the one that you want to live on your own there. The Lord has a plan for your life there. He has a plan for you to prosper, a plan for you to succeed in everything that you're doing. And uh, and But you've got to let Jesus come in. You've got to let him live inside of you there. And yeah. he's got and he's got to go ahead and... Uh, uh, you know, bring those things that bring those plants that he has for you there to, to life. We have to let him. 
the people, those people that are out there that are hearing this, you have to, uh, you've got to let, you've got to let them, you got to let Jesus do this for yeah. you here. So you got to let him in. God's a gentleman. He's not, he's not going to kick down the door. He's knocking on your door. So boy, you got, but you got to open mm-hmm. that door. So, so boy blue, I know that we normally do this at the end of the show here, but I tell you what, um, I want to get your permission here. How about we have MC Boulevard just go ahead and lead some people to the Lord right now? Absolutely. I'll, I have one thing to say, and then we'll do that. Okay. Anyone that's listening right now, you're hearing No Flow, you're hearing me, DJ Blue, and you're hearing MC Boulevard speak about this wonderful, wonderful God that loves you beyond comparison to anything. We want you to know straight up right now, his grace is sufficient no matter what you have done in your life. Don't believe the lie that you cannot get redeemed from all the things that you have done. God will clean you, reshape you, and turn you into what he wants you to be if you only give him that chance. So MC Boulevard, we would love for you to lead all the world into a salvation prayer. Thank you, brother. I did this the prayer uh, in the year 2000, and it changed my life. Uh, I've never been the same. It was the best thing I could ever have done in my life. The best decision I ever made. And I pray tonight that you make that same decision by repeating this prayer and meaning it with all your heart. And once you do so, let somebody know whoever, that you receive Jesus into your heart. And I'm sure uh, uh, Dan and, and, and my brother will, you know, if you call, you plug you in into some churches, wherever you're located, so you could grow in, in, in the Word of God and in the Spirit of God. Repeat after me, whoever's listening. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord I know Jesus. that I'm a I know that I'm a sinner. 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 And I ask you for your forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Died for my sins. And rose from the dead. And rose from the dead. Rose from the dead. But today, tonight, I turn from my sins. But today, tonight, I turn from my sins. And I invite you to come into my heart. And I invite you to come into my heart. To come into my life. To come into my life. I want to trust you. I want to trust you. I want to trust you. And I want to follow you. And I want to follow you. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. As my Lord and my Savior. As my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. And you know, the, the, the people that are out there that prayed, uh, we're, we're just going to go ahead and pray for you real quick. Just We're going to go ahead and just uh, lift you up before the Lord that God will uh, God will just uh, continue to, to guide you and lead you uh, in where you need to go. In the name of Jesus, we pray over every person that heard. Uh, this this testimony from MC Boulevard. We pray for every person that gave their life to Jesus uh, through uh, through MC Boulevard. There, 
We pray for them right now, Lord, that you would touch their lives and you would minister to them and just totally radically revolutionize them by the power and the, by the power of the Spirit of the living God in the name of Jesus Christ this moment right now. And we declare that to be so in Jesus' mighty name right now this moment. Amen. 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 And, and, and MC Amen. Boulevard, I got to tell you something real quick here that, that uh, just honestly, when I... Uh, when I heard your voice, when you started to speak, uh, this is gonna. I want to just tell you this: there's a, there is a compassion in your voice there that you have, and your voice is able to reach a lot of people. Your voice is able to reach a lot of persons there that may not be open to hearing from me or or anybody else, you know, or any other types of people there. But you've got a, you have got a compassion in your voice there, that's able to go ahead and reach people there, and and and, and change things in their heart. I sense that as I'm sitting here going, you you you've got you've got a love in there in your voice there, that you know maybe I don't know maybe other people don't pick it up or anything, but I do. I sincerely do. I was like, this guy's got such a He's got a love in his heart there uh, for for reaching people, and I just wanted to tell you that that you know I've never heard you speak before, I uh, and I you know I really haven't heard any of the songs besides the ones that I the, the snippets of what I've heard here, but that's the one thing that came across to me when I as I sat there and listened to you. You have got a a compassion and a love in your testimony there that people need to hear and people and it will and and you're going to reach certain people there that other people cannot reach because of that so just had to oh, say wow that. thank you so much brother yeah. i appreciate those encouraging words thank you so much i've been forgiven much so i love much you know wow um, that, that is awesome yeah. you know i've been forgiven much so i love much um, so I want you to pray for me guys because uh, I'm going to start ministering more now and um, That's great to hear. so if you could please pray for me because when we start ministering uh, we have a bullet uh, a bullet a, a target uh, in our back uh, by our number one enemy our adversary mm-hmm. so, so just pray that God gives me the strength and 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 and, and the words and the, and the character and the behavior to reach others for him, uh, uh, to use my music, but not only my music, my testimony, and, and just my walk, you know, Absolutely. to be an example to others. Absolutely. Okay. No, 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 no question about that. We're going to be praying for you. We're going to, I'm going to, you know, keep up to date with you on what you're doing in the ministry so we can definitely let others know where you're going to be, um, you know, whether you're going to be preaching, singing, wherever you may be doing. Um, that they know. Yeah. Um, because I'm gonna tell Amen. you. I'm gonna tell you straight up. I got nothing but love for you, brother. I, I, here, you being on this show is God Himself again. All these years that we known each other, here we are talking on live radio. <laughs> this is beautiful. Yeah. And Praise God, it is beautiful. And I tell you it, what, it's it, beautiful. It's thing. like, oh. man. Yeah. I, I call God the great conductor. The great because He conducts so many uh, uh, opportunities in, in uh, networking and 
and just people getting together, you know, for his glory. Well, and, and this is one of them. Well, you, I truly believe that. When you come back to Vegas, you, you come back out here, you got to let me know where you're at so I can come and give you a big old hug and tell you Jesus loves you. Amen. And, and, and this, yeah, and, brother, let's do that. And, and you can meet this white boy over here, okay? Yeah, you this know? guy over here, this knucklehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to. I would like to meet Weddle. Wait, you know wait, wait, wait. I called that too, so oh, hold on, hold <laughs> on. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay. Uh all right. Oh great. Okay. I need a definition on that, okay? <laughs> he'll tell you. If you just let him say it, he'll tell you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> go. Oh, it it just means white boy. Yeah, oh, pretty much. Okay, all right. Okay. You know, like, you know, like no flow, you know? You know? I'm, I'm a white the, you know, like I said earlier, I've been wanting to change my name there, but uh, but uh, Boy Blue won't let me do it. No, I am DJ No, no flow. flow. I have he, got he is he has zero flow. I've That's got good. I've got zero soul in, in me there. Okay, I the only thing I could rap is a as I, I joked about it a couple of weeks ago with my pastor. The only thing I could rap is a Christmas present. Okay? He doesn't even do that well. You know, I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> hey, look, you know how hard those Christmas presents are to wrap. I mean, whoever thought. Why I spent I spent three hours of wrapping a Christmas present and it's ripped up in, in two minutes. Take the time to enjoy the majesty of me wrapping a Christmas present, please. Hey, paper okay? and tape are too difficult for me, bro. Yeah, seriously. Hey, yeah. hey DJ, no flow. DJ, no flow. No flow. Let me tell you something. You may not have no flow, but you are a man of God, and that's what matters. Amen. I receive it. Amen. That's all that matters. Absolutely, man. So <laughs> receive that. On behalf yeah. of on behalf of the station, No Flow, myself and my wife, and probably I'm speaking for everyone listening around the world. We love you. We're praying for you, and we're just so blessed to hear you speak so profoundly about your testimony and about your music, about what God's done for you. It's a blessing to have you on the air. Thank you for having me, Dan. It was great to to be with you again after all these years. Uh, on this show your, your show is, is a blessing uh, it, it's a great ministry and I and I will dedicate uh, my prayer life to continuing to pray for God to use this in a mighty mighty way as it's doing now Amen. Hey, we'll pray for you too I appreciate the kind words You're, we, we'll get you on here again you know down the road and you, yeah. can up, you can update us on what's going on in the ministry with you and you can update us on what, yeah. what God's been doing for you yeah you know I'm, I'm gonna do some new music so I'm gonna hit you up so I can uh, you know feature it on your show absolutely Is that okay no question about it alright hey, amen sounds good alright All right, brother you guys have a blessed night much All love right. to you buddy you too bless you buddy we love you alright Thanks for putting up with us. Thank you. God bless you guys. God bless you too. Amen. Oh, man. That was awesome. Oh, man. Boulevard Sun Special, man. I love him. I tell you what. He's got a... There is such a soft... There's such a soft spot in his heart there for the Lord. Absolutely. I tell that right away as soon as I was listening to him. Absolutely. So what we're going to do today, we're doing something totally different. I'm going to actually end the show playing his music. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So I'm going to go old school with this for the last seven minutes so, so you're gonna get two songs you're gonna get cruising for jesus with mc boulevard and pastor sal perez and you're gonna get summer lights with second chance and mc boulevard you ready for it i'm ready for it man all right man much love to you guys god's grace to you always anything you want to say flow before we go 
Jesus is Lord. And like I always say, guys, Pentecost. Because he paid it at, at all, all costs. costs. Happy Good Friday. Happy Easter. We'll see you next week. Anyone listens Fridays and Mondays. We'll see you then. We love you. Much love.
Boulevard. Second chance, summer lights.